TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Cooper Boardman on WEEI. The 1-1. Swing. There's a drive, hammer to right center field, deep toward the bullpen, and back he goes. It's ball is gone. A walk-off home run for Alex Verdugo. Can you believe it? Verdugo with his third walk-off in this season. Well, in Boston, there are a few ways to know if something is big. And you know it's big when you hear the voice of Joe Castiglione saying, Can you believe it? You can tonight. A winner over the Blue Jays, 6-5 at Fenway Park. Red Sox review. It is a joyful Red Sox review in baseball land. We'll talk a little C's as well. Get to that. But it is a victory for Alex Cora and company. And we are talking about all of it. 617-779-7937. The number, 617-779-7937. The text line, you know it's 797-37. Cooper Boardman with you. Doug Lane, Joe Braverman. Big thanks to them as well. As uh, Well, you, you look at it tonight, and, and man, this was uh, what you look at on a team on the other side that has been one of the best teams in baseball all year long at 18-11 and 11, uh, after the loss tonight in the Toronto Blue. Blue Jays. This was a night to find out who you are. This is a night to find out uh, your medal here in the American League East, in the American League as a whole. And the Red Sox tonight, and this is not about what's going to happen down the line or what's happened any day before or anything like that. On this field, right here tonight, as I sit atop Fenway Park and look out, the Red Sox were more than good enough tonight against the Toronto Blue Jays. More than good enough to be a team that can contend to make the playoffs. They checked every box as the night went along. They took the lead. They trailed. They tied it. They gave the lead away. And ultimately, they win it. And they had it on a night where their starter had to fight through. We'll get to that in Corey Kluber, where they had to score runs from portions of the lineup that don't usually score. And they got that tonight from N. Manuel Valdez and Jaron Duran. But in the end, they needed a guy who is all of a sudden spreading his wings into becoming a superstar, not only for this team, but in this sport, in Alex Verdugo. The man that was challenged, it, it is a story often told, it is a story well told, challenged by Alex Cora, challenged by the Red Sox brass, challenged 
really within his own teammates and within that own clubhouse to be the guy they believed and dreamed he could be. And he has delivered upon that promise time and time again. And tonight, it is it is the biggest swing of the season, as Will Fleming put it, perhaps. But it is the biggest swing in Alex Verdugo's you know Red Sox probably regular season life to this point to beat a team that has been among the best to beat a team that had rallied late to beat a team that you were beaten down by a year ago you know the number right the Red Sox went uh, in 19 games they won three of them last year against the Toronto Blue Jays it is one of the top few reasons why the team a year ago went 78 and 84 and led to the disappointment that ensued and tonight it is the first step, in, and it is a, a moon-sized leap of a step that Alex Verdugo and this Red Sox team took tonight to beat the Blue Jays in this first stare-down of the year at Fenway Park and get the win that they did in what was a wild and bizarre and, and had everything that it could be in a game that in very specific moments, and I know it's Monday, May the 1st, we are turning the calendar towards May. You're almost at that big litmus test time of, of late May where it's, are you real or not? But man, on Monday, May the 1st, a game that in certain moments had a postseason feel to it against a team that you know there was an extra grit of the teeth to try to beat tonight for Alex Verdugo blossoming into what could be uh, the best season of his career and certainly has been to this point. Uh, it is an extraordinary thing. And uh, boy, joy in Mudville tonight. Uh, Mudville being Boston, that is, as uh, the Celtics lose as well. This, though, Red Sox review, 617-779-7937. The text line, 797 and uh, all right, we have Alex Cora standing by him talking post game. So let's get to that real quick, and then we'll get to your calls and your texts. Uh, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, Alex Cora, is with us now. Honestly, in that one, I didn't even see it. I was talking to Wink about something the next inning, and all of a sudden, you know, the whole dugout kind of like went quiet. I look up, I was like, oh. But uh, from pitch one, yeah, bad. The first one, bad right away. Kind of like set the tempo for the game and. Uh, He's in a good spot. He, um, no, he's a good hitter. I think obviously we talk about where he's at physically, but I think mentally too, understanding that he's a very important piece of what we're trying to accomplish here. Um, we can talk about challenging him and all that, but I think at the end it's what you do, right? Uh, and he got prepared. Spring training was different. He, he needed to get at bats and all that. Usually he doesn't do that. And, uh, you know, he has his routine, which we respect. But at the same time, he's doing a little bit more. And um, we're very pleased with the results. And um, like he says, it's only a handful of games. You know, we still got a lot, and he needs to continue to do that. Yeah, I just, you know, in the playoffs, he was good, right, in 21. He loves that Sunday night game in New York. He... He likes it. He enjoys it. You know, he, he's a kid that, um, you know, he goes up and down sometimes mentally, you know, when he grinds. But uh, at the end of the day, he he takes it pitch by pitch, at bat per at bat, you know, all the key cliches, you know, he does. And he understands his swing. He understands what he needs to do. And, um, you know, he got a good pitch to hit. That was lined right to right center. It just went out. How good was it to see Jaron and, and Emmanuel 
Yeah, it's, it was a good day for the kids, right? Uh, I mean, they, they, they're in a good spot. You know, uh, I think Jaron, he's understanding what he can do. <clears throat> Today he hit fifth in a big league, big league lineup, right? And uh, we're going to keep challenging him <clears throat> to, to keep getting better. But like I said before the game, I think it's all here. Kind of like he's in a great spot. Um, you know, those guys in the clubhouse. And they started in the, in the offseason, trying to get in touch with him, Kike, you know, reach out to him the whole time and stuff like that. And, and he's in a much better place. And, and Manuel, he can hit. He can hit, man. Uh, it's fun to watch. This little guy just hit bombs, you know, like that. And he doesn't – he looks for his pitches and he puts good swings on it. And uh, we just got to keep working on the other side of the, the field. And he's going to be okay. Just make the routine plays. But uh, it was good to see. He's going crazy. I mean, love it. You know, that's the way it is. This is, uh, I mean, this is the, w the way the game is in play and people are not taking exception, you know, which is great. You know, just enjoy it, you know. That, I mean, it's a bomb for your first one and, and what it means, you know. Uh, it's it, it was fun to watch him run, run the bases. He just threw two away. I think the last one he rushed, the first one, you know, I'll talk to him, but, you know, he, he tried to make a, a play that probably wasn't there, you know, and he threw it away the second one. Yeah, he cut, I think uh, it was the last at bat of the fifth inning. Um, he has a big cut there, so, um, you know, they put some glue on it and uh, and he grinded through it. He was good today. Uh, you know, the walks put him at the bat spot early on, but after that, he was in control. Makes his pitches against a tough lineup. Um, you know, but uh, gave us enough, and that's all we had today. Um, <clears throat> Bernardino, hats off to him. You know, three days in a row. Uh, obviously, you know, he was in red in our card, but uh, we needed to get those outs right there, and he went out there and threw strikes, and that's what we're looking for. This is the second time in a couple of days you just winked as in the eighth inning. You guys started looking at him more as a late inning kind of option there? Yeah, he's just a weapon right now. You know, we use him whenever we can and today you know without Kenley and tried to avoid Shriver and knowing that Martin you know was just coming off the IL it was a good spot for him he did a good job he threw strikes you know they put some good at bats we didn't make plays but then he made pitches and gave us a chance to win were you thinking about something back out there he was going on yeah yeah he was is that what you were talking to him about yes yeah you <laughs> come back a lot this year is it meaningful to do it against these guys not really I mean I think uh you know, we didn't do it often last year. Um, you know, we we struggled offensively. We did uh, for for how good we were. We felt like we struggled. And uh, now you can see the bats. We put pressure on the on the starters. You know that he he threw he threw an okay game, right? Uh, got a lot of double plays, and then you know his stuff got better throughout the evening. And then we we did what we usually do: just keep put, putting pressure on the opposition. And it's fun to watch. The manager of the Boston Red Sox, Alex Cora, postgame after the win tonight, 6-5 over the Blue Jays. If you've just hopped in the car, Alex Verdugo in the bottom of the ninth inning cracks a solo home run into the bullpen in right center. And the Red Sox win 6-5. This is Red Sox Review, 617-779-7937, the number, 37937, the text line. Cooper Boardman with you. Got Joe Braverman uh, back at our flagship studios at Fenway Park with Doug Lane. And, uh, man, uh, you know, a lot to kind of walk through there from, from Alex Cora. And, and I think, you know, 
really the the number one obviously you know on the billboard the shining light on it is Alex Verdugo tonight and what he does and and it's it bats throughout the game not just the walk-off home run although he has so thoroughly it seems enjoyed these moments to step into the box it's you watch him and, and you know I was watching one of his at bats earlier in the game and he you know he watches one go by he gets beat on a pitch and he kind of steps out of the box and you see guys talk to themselves a lot but it is the look on his face this complete confidence in his process and ability in in what he is capable of bringing to the table on a consistent basis and man has it just been unbelievably fun to watch him again and again all year long and tonight he probably puts in a season full of walk-offs for him I do think that this is is probably the crowning one of all because of who it comes against. And I know you heard it there, you know, somebody specifically asking Alex Cora, that's against these guys, guys that beat you down last year, the team that you were 3-16 and against last year in the Toronto Blue Jays. You know, does it mean anything more? And, and the answer to that is always going to be no from him, and I understand that, and it's May 1st, and it doesn't really matter, and the and Blue Jays, you know, are still a really, really good team. But from a morale perspective, from what that means in that clubhouse, for what it means to a fan base, for I mean, the, the one of the reasons why the Red Sox were not a playoff team last year was because of that team, because of those guys. The lowest moments of the season at points last year came against the Toronto Blue Jays here at Fenway Park. And so to turn around and play a game where you had to go toe-to-toe, where there were punches on both sides thrown as we went along throughout the night, where it was tight, where there were big at-bats, and where you needed a big moment from one of your best players, as the Blue Jays got from Vladdy Jr., as the Blue Jays got from the top of their lineup in Bo Bichette, who finished 5-for-5 with that three-run home run that gave them the lead in the second inning. If their guys are going to do that, your guys have to do what they did, and that's exactly what happened tonight. Rafi Devers had a hit. Justin Turner had a hit. Masataka Yoshida stayed hot with the double off the monster to start in the bottom half of the first inning, and then obviously Alex Verdugo takes takes the full cake of all there. And when you look at it through, this is where when you compare and contrast the 2022 Boston Red Sox against the 2023 Boston Red Sox. And I know this team is two games over 500. They are no longer in last place after the Yankees lost earlier on today. When you go through man by man, personality by personality, it starts with Verdugo, who was, again, challenged. That Not that his first couple of years for the Red Sox weren't good, but they knew that it wasn't as good as they believed it could be. What his response has been. The poise of Masataka Yoshida after an, or after an ugly early start to his Major League Baseball career to see what he has turned around and done over the last few weeks. And so on and so on. To Jaron Duran, a guy that, you know, and, and you know the moment that happened against the Blue Jays in this very center field that he played played tonight at this ballpark last year. It's a completely different player with the home run that he hit tonight. It's a completely different person in the way that he has gone about his business in the clubhouse because you heard Alex Verdugo tell the guys that earlier on in the postgame about what he's meant to this team from a locker room perspective. And that's before you get to a guy like Enmanuel Valdez, who is fighting to stay in the major leagues for the first time in his young career and clobbers his first home run in a Red Sox uniform in 
it is difficult to imagine a more important moment for this team on May 1st than what Manuel Valdez came through and did uh, earlier on today. And again, that's that's five, six names right there, and it's really just the tip uh, of that iceberg in terms of guys that have fought to get to where they are, and it is the identity of this team. And it's been good at points. It's been bad at points. This team is uh, has over overperformed at points with, without a doubt, but I think tonight from the Red Sox land perspective, all of that, uh, it is a night to celebrate the fight of those guys in a night where uh, I think it would have been easy to, to wave goodbye after the two spot from Toronto in that eighth inning, but uh, obviously Alex Verdugo wasn't going to let that happen. And uh, that is uh, the end of the story here tonight. we got much more to get to, taking you up to 11 p.m. tonight on Red Sox Review. Again, call 617-779-7937, text line 37937. We'll get to the text uh, in a couple of moments after the break. Uh, also want to hear from N. Manuel Valdez, kid who hit his first home run. And uh, obviously you want to talk some C's as well. We can go in the complete and utter opposite direction uh, if we want to as well. All that coming up. We're back in a moment. It's Red Sox Review right here on W. W-E-E-I. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Pitch is drilled high toward the triangle in right center field. Kiermaier's back and it is gone! Emmanuel Valdez's first Major League home run puts the Red Sox ahead 5-3. Well, the pitch violation didn't bother him that much. Yeah, you can say what you want about the Red Sox, about what you think they're going to do, about where you think they're going to end up. You can't say you're not having a good time. I mean, man, Ed Manuel Valdez, that, that big home run early in the game. We'd get to extras. Alex Verdugo would win it 6-5 over the Jays tonight as we welcome you back. It's Red Sox Review with you from Fenway Park. 6-5 win. Call us 617-779-7937. The text line hopping as well. 37937. Joe Braverman back at our flagship studios. Doug Lane with us here at Fenway Park. And, uh... Wow, what a win! And, and and I do, you know, as we take you up till eleven here, really want to get into that with with Manuel Valdez. You heard uh, the the call there from Will Fleming, that also part of today's Nissan Red Sox post game show. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself today. Shop NissanUSA. Dot com. And the Ed Manuel Valdez story is a fascinating one. Guy who came over, of course, in the Christian Vasquez deal a year ago, comes in, starts at AAA. Uh, last year, at the, end of, at the end of the year, gets to AAA, starts this year at the level. And uh, obviously, after the, the Duval injury and the Yu Chang injury, kind of looking around down at AAA and thought, who could be the guy? And this is the guy that they have talked about a lot. From the bat perspective, and the defense is obviously still ironing its creases out for Manuel Valdez, but man, the bat that Alex Cora promised would play at the major league level in spring training did exactly that, and uh, tonight, as you heard there, he hits his first career home run 
in the major leagues. And uh, on a night like tonight, on a night where a guy hits his, gets his first big moment in a Red Sox uniform, it's always good to hear from him. And Edmanuel Valdez, we've got him uh, from the Red Sox clubhouse here. Demasiado feliz y contento, la verdad que sí, ya que fue para irnos arriba, una situación bastante buena en el juego, demasiado contento y feliz, agradecido con Dios y aportando mi granito de arena al equipo. No, I feel very happy, grateful for the opportunity, uh, grateful with the God, and it was a big moment for me because we, I was giving the lead to the team, and, and it was a big moment for me, and, and I think that I feel very happy, and, and I'm grateful for this moment. You had the hitter's violation there, too. How much more did that make you to even force you to lock in? que tuviste la violación de tiempo en ese turno, que qué tanto te obligó a eso, enfocarte más en el turno porque ya estabas abajo un, eh, con un estrago. Yo me lo eché a reír porque yo lo miré a él cuando quedaban nueve segundos, él me lo cantó, pero no perdí el enfoque y yo hice lo que tenía que hacer. No, I just laughed because I when I it was nine seconds I looked at the umpire and he he looked at me, but uh, yeah I didn't lose my focus and I just tried to stay in the in my mindset to try to get a good pitch to hit. Yeah, after you run to first base, you know you you know did the air punch and everything. What's kind of going through your mind at that point? Like how excited are you and what's going through your mind? Que que pasaba por tu mente cuando pasaste por la primera base y viste como un puño hacia el aire que como cómo te sentías en ese momento? Demasiado feliz y contento ya que fue con el equipo que yo siempre he querido eh, jugar que ha sido Boston Rex y la verdad la verdad ese momento se siente demasiado eh, demasiado demasiado bien no of course feels great I'm very happy because I, uh, this moment happened with the team that I always wanted to play for and the Boston Rex has been always my team since I was a small kid so being able to do that my first big league home run uh, in a game with them, with the, with the team, and also to give the lead to the team. It's a lot of emotions going through my mind, and then just, be, like I said before, I'm just grateful to have this opportunity. What do you think of your teammate, Alex Verdugo, right now? Wow, está encendida, la verdad que sí. Esperemos que se mantenga así el año completo. Esperemos que se mantenga así, que se mantenga saludable también. No, yeah, he's on fire. I hope he stay stay hot the whole year. So I, I hope he keeps hitting and keeps winning us game the whole year. Let's get the ball back. Que te dieron la pelota. Sí, sí, está ahí. Yeah, yeah. Who's it going to? A mi familia, a mi padre. Yeah, it's my dad and my family for sure. Thank you, guys. Oh man, I'm glad glad to hear he got the ball back. It's better than the Yoshida situation there for and Manuel Valdez, uh, and the game winner tonight uh, came a few innings later. It was kind of a heck of a thing. We got a couple calls we want to get to uh, right before we, we we get you out of here. But you know the moment for him, uh, a guy who certainly deserves it to do it off of Jose Barrios, obviously one of the guys that the Blue Jays went out and paid for a reason. Uh, Duran ties it, and then Valdez, the go-ahead homer, after Tristan Casas got a key walk. Then the eighth inning, that was bizarre. Kike, as uh, as the great Doug Lane put it to my right, uh, Kike took it away and then gave it right on back. And uh, we saw that defensively. Blue Jays end up scoring. You get to the bottom of the ninth, and then Alex Verdugo gives you joy uh, here tonight. Um, all right, well, we got a few minutes here, so we're going to go speed round on all this. Going to go real quick uh, on the uh, on the call lines here, and we'll start. We've got uh, top to bottom. Jonathan in Brookline is uh, on the air talking a little lineup. Uh, Jonathan, you're here. Hi, Coop. I love the show. 
So standing here on May 1st, it is an undeniable fact that the Red Sox have a great offense. As many know, the Red Sox are third in the MLB in runs and seventh in batting average, fifth in homers. And I believe that a lot of people thought that the offensive production would fall off when their hottest hitter at the time, Adam Duvall, went down on April 9th. But this is so far from the case. Since April 9th, the Red Sox lead the MLB in doubles and are eighth overall in hits. And you said when Duvall went down that some people would have to step up, and they certainly have. Kike, since April 9th, is hitting 292. Yoshida is hitting 346 in his last 15 games. Jaron Duran is hitting 404 since being called up. So you go up and down the lineup, and every single guy clearly is bringing you something valuable to the table and is leading to this incredible overall success. Yeah, Jonathan, and a uh, big thank you to you. You always come prepared, and I appreciate that. I, I, I could break it down. I don't think anybody could break it down better than that, honestly, and it's true. It is you know This team sorely needed uh, consistent offensive production from somebody that wasn't just Adam Duvall. They've gotten it from Alex Verdugo, and they've got it from the guys that you know you, you kind of hoped and prayed that you might, but you really didn't know. And for Jared Duran to come up from, from AAA and do what he's done, for Kike Hernandez to really start to turn it on for as long as that lasts, and doing all of this while providing Tristan Casas, and again, we'll see kind of what happens over the next couple of weeks here, but providing enough cushion for Tristan Casas to figure out how to stand up here at the big league level over 162, I think isn't insignificant either. And so uh, all of that uh, is is all good vibes. All right, uh, going quick here. We're up against it, but we got a, a, a couple of minutes here. So uh, we'll go back to the phone lines. Uh, Wally in Fall River, one of our favorites. You're on the air. Yeah, what's up, Coop? Uh, this was a fun game to watch. Whoever was there tonight got their money's worth. But uh, good night overall. The Yankees lost. They got their brains beat out yesterday. They blew a 2 nut lead. Uh, tonight in the ninth inning, I had that game on the radio, too, while watching the Sox. But uh, it's not all Devers now. He's getting help. You're having guys getting hot. Everybody's chipping in. But you have to give the Sox credit. Like I said, I've been very cautious with this team. They've been two good closers in the last two weeks, Cleveland and Toronto. Toronto really had our number last year. They beat the crap out of us. But uh, I know it's only one game. But uh, a lot of the uh, national the, uh, uh, media, baseball media, they don't talk much about the Red Sox. They're just flying under the uh, under the radar. But uh, they've kept their head above the board. Let's hope it keeps up, and uh, hope Tristan Cassis can get out of his slump. Well said, Wally. Appreciate the call. That music does mean we got to go. But I agreed really across the board. And, and from the national perspective of it, that's just fine, right? Just keep putting putting wins together, good performances together against good teams. And you just hit on that, right? Uh, what they did against the Guardians, what they did tonight against the Blue Jays. And, uh, again, all, all good things here tonight. Alex Verdugo, uh, a walk-off winner. we got to get out of here, so we will do that. Uh, big thanks to Doug Lane. Big thanks to Joe Braverman as well. Cooper Boardman saying goodnight from Fenway Park. It's been Red Sox Review right here on WEEI. But you can't stay. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.